smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hi i'm avram call and welcome to another episode of why not win money small cap stocks have underperformed large caps and mid caps on a yearly basis however things may be turning around for the space Today we have with us Aditya Sood, fund manager of Multicap Fund at Incred Asset Management and we'll talk about the outlook of small cap stocks as well as themes and sectors that look interesting in this space. Let's listen in. Hi. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started on your money journey. Thank you, Aditya, for talking to us. Thanks for having me. We have been hearing positive sentiment building around small caps in the recent past month or so. Uh, why is that? So there are various factors, you know, that typically contribute to small cap uh, outperformance. Uh, if you look at the uh, market cycles and if you look at business cycles, as all of us are aware, that you know, small caps have got a fair bit of correlation to. the interest rate environment in the economy a uh, secondly the economic recovery now if you go back and see uh, from 2017 to 2021 the earnings growth was very very tepid as far as the index is concerned you know it was ranging between 3 to 4% cagr mm-hmm. uh, and it was a very very difficult environment for a lot of small cap companies you know because that period was marred by various factors like uh, demonetization gst and overall economic environment not being very very conducive now what we have seen in this environment is that you know when in the post covid era lot of companies which are market leaders and they have uh, in fact you know in the small cap segment uh, they were in a position to consolidate the market share not from uh, not only from the unorganized sector but okay. you know benefit from market share gains in a down cycle so obviously when the economic recovery starts and there is a broad based recovery and that gets reflected uh, into the earnings uh, uh, cagr going forward so when you have an environment wherein possibly the index or the economy or or, or the uh, broader market does well in terms of earnings recovery obviously, obviously small caps tend to benefit uh, you know uh, and what we are experiencing today is that you know it is still uh very reasonable to find uh, companies wherein earnings growth is going to be in that 20 plus uh, percent plus trajectory for next 2 3 years uh this mm-hmm. is the broader market wherein you know we expect uh, 12 to 15 percent earnings growth uh secondly i think so this environment of uh, deleveraging uh, in small caps has mm-hmm. helped a lot of companies in terms of you know uh, uh interest cost savings so on so forth so that is going to be very very supportive uh third thing that we have we have to also keep in mind is that uh, you know in small and mid cap segment we have got lot of companies which are heavily owned by foreign institutional investors uh and foreign institutional investors as it is known to people that you know um, they have be, they have sold close to 40 billion dollars worth of indian equities as and when they t- have a favorable stance on india uh mm-hmm. if i am a foreign institutional investor i'll again you know st- start to relook my allocation to this segment or the companies that i already had owned or i own some of it so as and when the market sentiment uh, turns mm-hmm. fps will uh, you know try to 
by the same set of stocks which they have hold in the held in the past because essentially you know you are you are familiar with the company so on so forth right right so talking about a short term perspective one year and so or uh, year to date recovery in small caps still has it gathered pace can this change in the near future Yeah so we believe that you know small cap has become by the virtue of the regulatory definition in this country you know anything which is unless uh, i mean to say but for 250 stocks in this country everything is classified as small caps as you know mm-hmm. uh, so it, it is a very very wide definition you know as we speak today uh, and here you, you there are two kind of companies to our mind one kind of companies are very high quality companies but they have not generated returns that they would have you know one would have expected them to generate you know over a period of time in the sense that they have gone through a period of uh, time wise correction you know 3 to 5 year returns are zero but mm-hmm. typically you know these are quality companies and uh, these were very expensive in the past now what we have seen is that you know there is a time wise correction in the multiple here right mm-hmm. uh, so Uh, so that is one uh, type of company second type of companies are typically wherein uh, stocks are down by anywhere between 30 50 70% from their peak prices right and mm-hmm. this is a very uh, recent phenomena because what we have experienced in past corrections as well is that uh, you know when there is a correction in a bull market uh, and the longer term uh, trend is intact and uh, and this needs to be understood because essentially our view is that you know this is a uh, this is just a correction as a part of a longer term trend which is going to be very very favorable and constructive for india mm-hmm. uh, sometimes these corrections are very very sharp and swift you know so anybody who has uh, managed money in these phases of bull markets would say that you know that, and that is why people say that you know bull markets climb a call, uh, wall of worry Mm-hmm. that is a precise reason so typically you know you can end up losing lot of money in a bull market correction but the great news here is that you know uh, this volatility creates opportunities for investors so we have you know lot of companies which have possibly not uh, reported a loss in last 10 15 years of their history and they would have lo- reported a loss in last two quarters especially the uh, b2b businesses wherein you know you you are a business which is supplying to a uh, you know uh, to a to a business basically that is how you define a uh, b2b business mm-hmm. uh, you were initially thinking that this inflation narrative it was written in the contracts that you can pass on the uh, you know cost but that somehow never happened you know because initially you were thinking that this is just a passing phase and um, what we have seen is that you know uh, a combination of companies wherein you know uh, the utilization is just at a break even po- uh, point and possibly you know these companies have reported a loss in lo- loss in last two quarters now what has uh, happened in this environment of uh, war uh, high inflation is uh, that lot of businesses are trying to you know sort of readjust to the new reality and that mm-hmm. is where we are witnessing a lot of opportunities wherein you know b2b businesses will strong uh, will bounce back very strongly now if we go and speak to these businesses in terms of you know doing a channel check what they'll tell you is that you know the demand is intact and obviously you know they have taken a price hike so our expectation going forward is that you know lot of lot of these business businesses which are b2b businesses well management uh, well uh, managed companies 
and uh, a combination of you know very good cash flow durability over a cycle uh, this is a very good combination to one most more importantly a lot of these companies would be debt free uh, in yes. the sense that they would have you know very very little debt uh, they, uh, they definitely don't have long term debt mm-hmm. they have you know, some working capital financing needs basically so our view is that you know uh, that uh, bull market uh, corrections are very very ferocious and one can benefit out of this volatility of 30 70% correction from peak prices in fact uh, you know just two months back uh, just to give you share a data point here uh, mm-hmm. uh, close to 850 stocks had corrected by uh, close to 50% from peak prices uh, and it has all happened the within a very short span of time you know as as we are aware that you know there was a sharp correction in the mm-hmm. us markets and the global markets as well so our view is that you know in this volatility lot of these companies uh, on a 3 5 year basis again we are getting into a scenario wherein uh, the base is getting formed for lot of these companies and these companies will bounce back very strongly right and how are small caps placed in terms of valuations compared to mid caps or large caps so uh, you know because this is not the start of the rally you know uh, uh, this is a time wherein or a environment wherein uh, markets are doing okay and the business is doing okay so obviously mm-hmm. small caps are trading at a premium uh, mm-hmm. but what we have seen so i am talking about a 15% premium to the nifty index today uh but what we have also seen is that you know it depends upon what is the valuation matrix which is more favored by you if you look at uh prices to cash flow or if you look at prices to book value in small cap companies they are trading at much reasonable valuation the only thing that one has to keep in mind while looking at you know pe or small cap companies is that uh, the earnings growth is going to be you know slightly higher than the index earnings growth so small caps might look expensive on a pe based valuation metric but mm-hmm. again uh, we are seeing uh, divergent trends within sectors basically so what we are seeing um, within pharma or let's say within banking as a space today is that you know uh, possibly a bank which is generating uh, 1.5 more than 1.5% roa is trading at two times price to book but if you look at a small cap bank uh you know which is generating roi in again in excess of you know 1.5% might be available at one time price to book mm-hmm. so what essentially means is that you know uh, in sectors which are just on the cusp of recovery or they are beaten down uh there is large uh, divergence in valuation of uh, large cap and small caps so our view is that you know uh, that this is a very very good uh, stock picking environment uh, and one needs to focus on sectoral divergences uh, within uh, you know within the sector uh, rather than you right. know uh, thinking about uh, a sector or uh, that the sector is expensive essentially that is how uh, i would like to uh, you know look at it uh, so one message is very very clear here as a consequence of this is that uh, it is better to be bottom up uh, in this environment uh because essentially the answers that people want on the macro side uh are not available in the sense that you know nobody can predict when the war would stop mm-hmm. no, nobody would be in a position to precisely uh point out that when inflation expectations are going to turn mm-hmm. right um and uh, another uh, fact today is that you know uh, that uh, both these uh, 
scenarios. Uh, not many people have seen these scenarios in their, uh, you know, money management careers earlier. Mm-hmm. So one thing should be very, very clear uh, in terms of, you know, um, th- that we would have to, you know, readjust to the new realities. Basically, that is how we are thinking. Right. So we believe that uh, at this point in time, it is better to be, uh, you know, bottom up or ignore macro and uh, focus on micro. Right. So, so you mentioned apart from 250 stocks, uh, every uh, all of them are a small cap stock and this space is very vast. Are there any specific themes or sectors uh, in the small cap space that look interesting? Sure. So, uh, you know, from purely from a value perspective, uh, you know, we like uh pharma as a sector at this particular point in time um, uh, we like healthcare companies uh within pharma we like two kind of businesses we like uh businesses which are uh domestic facing uh pharma companies because they are branded generic uh, companies uh, so they are pretty much like fmcg companies uh, we also like api as a theme uh, within pharma uh, which is uh, what we believe is uh, this is going to be a sector which is available at uh, compelling valuations today, uh, post the correction. Uh, we also like two recovery sectors, um, auto, auto ancillary and uh, financials, uh, particularly small cap banks and NBFCs. Uh, within uh, fin- uh, financials, we are more focused on uh, quality in uh, uh, lenders, um, which have got a cross cycle experience of managing credit costs. And thankfully, uh, today they are available at a uh, much reasonable valuation than what they have traded in the past. And that is on account of two factors. A, the sector was not, uh, was uh, out of flavor, uh, particularly the NBFCs. Uh, the second thing is that, you know, we believe that. Uh, uh, the NP, the peak of NPS is behind us and uh, credit growth is going to accelerate going forward. On the auto side, uh, we we believe that this sector has got considerable pent-up demand at this point in time and which is obviously now supported by uh, data, particularly on the uh, SUV front. Uh, so we, we, we see uh, the recovery in uh, two-wheelers uh, just starting. Uh, to happen. Obviously, there is a lot of disruption in the sector and uh, we believe that, you know, s- uh, semiconductor shortage is going to be, uh, you know, a thing of the past uh, uh-huh. next six months or so. So, we see a recovery in these uh, three segments. Uh, uh, we have uh, uh, generally been very, very cautious on uh, consumption plays in India because it is not, uh, the sector is uh, uh, I mean to say very expensive, uh, but in uh, in sectors uh, wherein we uh, uh, we believe that the uh, multiples are expensive, we would like to go bottom on, on those sectors. Obviously, uh, you know, there are small cap consumption plays which are available at uh, reasonable mm-hmm. valuation if you look at our framework. And uh, post-correction, IT, IT, ES is something that we like. We believe that, you know, India has a structural advantage there. Uh, Valuation multiples are now much more reasonable. Uh, There are large cap IT companies which are trading at uh, dividend yield of closer to 4%. That is where we see, you know, large caps typically bottoming in the cycle. Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, mid-cap IT valuations are now much more reasonable because the correction was very sharp. 
so uh, you know a lot of it mid cap it companies corrected by 30 to 50% uh, and more importantly we believe that uh, attrition challenges uh, are now getting uh, it, uh, possibly you know the peak of attrition is behind us okay. uh, margin pressure continues as far as it companies are concerned uh, but more importantly demand continues to stay intact so in terms of uh, uh, we we favor sectors wherein demand is not challenging in an environment uh, which is a combination of you know auto it and obviously financials wherein credit growth is very evident uh, what would be a better approach for a retail investor to take exposure to small caps scheme like a flexi cap multi cap fund or a standalone small cap fund so my experience in terms of owning a small cap a standalone small cap fund is that uh, this is a asset class wherein this is as asset class within asset class wherein you need to take periodic calls of uh being in and out uh, you know mm-hmm. in the sense that uh, if you uh, are a buy and hold investor by definition uh it would be very difficult for you to own a small cap fund over cycles even though uh, you know it is a well proven fact that small cap value is the best performing strategy from a fundamental perspective uh, over uh, you know multiple decades mm-hmm. but the problem is that you know by the nature of uh, being a small cap small caps are very very volatile so if uh, investor uh, is a long only investor and has a you know uh, 5 10 20 year horizon obviously it makes sense to go through a, a small cap fund if you are going through a small cap fund you need to be mindful there could be instances of you know uh, very very sharp drawdown or corrections so it would be mindful you should be mindful of you know uh, possibly you know uh, uh, investing and then uh, you know at some point in time uh, once the cycle plays out taking a call wherein uh, you know you get out of that segment thing uh, i think so flexi cap funds are much better off because they have a flexibility of uh, navigating through the premium or discount through uh, between uh, large mid and small caps over mm-hmm. a period of time what we have experienced in the past is that uh, when a sector does well uh, initially large caps do well in that sector uh, and then small and mid caps catch up but typically if the sector is doing well small and mid caps generate a higher return in that sector so you you look at you know it for example uh, infosys or tcs best would be compounders Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, you know mid cap it whether it is uh, possible to find a multi bagger in mid cap it absolutely yes right so uh, that is a choice that uh, one has to make but generally speaking i think so flexi cap funds uh, for a long horizon investor who is willing to buy and hold is a better alternative uh, than a small cap fund thank you aditya for talking to us thanks a lot for having me that's for today If you have any questions you can write to us at mintmoney@alignment.com if you want me to cover any specific topic dm me at, at @abhinavkaul at twitter to stay updated on this podcast follow hd smartcast on facebook instagram twitter youtube and linkedin to listen to more such podcasts log on to hdsmartcast.com or suno nay nazariye se This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.